Step one, take a music venue in the southwest of the UK. We sell sound, that's what we do, that is our job. There is nothing that makes me feel more alive than being stood at a gig listening to live music. Step two, carefully remove the artists and staff. Then remove the seats, stage, balcony, dressing rooms, even the floor and roof. Keep going till you've taken everything out. Oh my, what? <laughs> oh my God. What, that was where the stage was? Yeah. Now remove the name. Yep, even the name. Any discussion about name and branding also leads to discussions about culture and values. And I think mm. that's the journey everyone's on now. And that values and culture is actually probably more important than the name. Step three. Be sure to keep the historical artefacts and music memories safe. When I first came to the Coastal Moor in the early 70s, I think around about 74, first seen the Electric Light Orchestra. The first show that I ever saw was Ginger Baker, who'd been the drummer with Cream. I first came here in 1954, and that was to see Danny Kay. Step four. Stop. What next? How do you build a music venue? We've got a backstage pass to Colston Hall's multi-million pound transformation. They're restoring the iconic Grade 2 listed architecture and creating a state-of-the-art music venue, the most accessible in the country. We want success in the music industry to depend on passion, drive and talent, not privilege. So we work with young people, professionals and organisations who share our vision for inclusion and excellence. In this podcast series, we share the tough decisions the Trust have taken along the way, and we also share the philosophy of inclusion, education and participation, without ever losing sight of the music. Success will look like a hall that has its doors flung open and every single person in the city has a sense of ownership and a stake in what we do, that this centre is the hub of Bristol's communities. Join us as we learn how to build a music venue.